0: Welcome to Pictures of a Pandemic, August 11th, 2020. This is episode 10 of American Baptist Home Mission Society's podcast that's telling stories of the toll the coronavirus is taking on American Baptists and American Baptist organizations across the United States and Puerto Rico. I'm Susan Gotchall, Director of Communications. In the last two months, I've spoken with pastors and ministry directors on the East Coast, the West Coast, and Puerto Rico. Today, I'm talking with Mang Sona, Executive Director of Bethel Neighborhood Center in Kansas City, Kansas. Pretty much in the middle of the vast expanse of the United States. This mission center in the city's urban core was founded more than 100 years ago by the Women's American Baptist Home Mission Society. The Bethel ministry is located in the heart of one of the 10 poorest counties in the United States by capita. Mang, tell me about the people you serve at Bethel Bethel Neighborhood Center.
1: We have a lot of refugees from Burma, uh, Nepal, then from Africa as well, Iraq. Kansas City, Kansas is like a place for people to come and uh, start their new life. So we uh, have a lot of refugees in addition to uh, city residents who are poor and needy.
0: And what kind of ministries do you offer to the, to those who come to Bethel Neighborhood Center? Uh, we have,
1: before the COVID-19 hit us, we had senior program Monday through Friday. We have a food pantry open to residents of Warnett County. <laughs> And uh, we have after school and summer program. We have sewing training uh, for immigrant women. And um, we do Christmas uh, program, Christmas presents, give out Christmas presents to community members. We do ESL, uh, but with COVID, we cannot do many of those. Uh, We do uh, online uh, summer program, This summer, we do online as well um, with the help of the Kansas Office of Refugees, Young Adult Immigrant Program. And uh, we now started with uh, the sewing class again with just one person at a time. So And uh, we give out a lot of food, and we have been giving out food and also help to those who need help in the community.
0: Approximately how many families, how many individuals do you minister to there?
1: Uh, In pre-COVID, I will say pre-COVID, we have about 10,000 individuals, yes, 10,000. And now, uh, even within the last few months, uh, we have seen that number goes up about six times. Uh, many people call. Many people ask for help. So I don't know. At the end of the uh, the year, we might be serving quite a bit. At least I would say maybe uh, fifteen to maybe twenty thousand individuals, maybe.
0: Amazing. That's that's quite a ministry. How has the pandemic? affected the families and individuals you work with there?
1: Um, It was really bad in the month of May. We have seen a little bit lesser but seems like the need is still increasing and it's pretty much there. We had um, families calling us saying, "Uh, can you give us food? We cannot come out. Uh, We are Quarantine. The entire family is having COVID nineteen, and even uh, there were uh, kids, little kids, babies having COVID nineteen as well. So, some at some point we we're pretty much going around and distributing food, leaving food at the doors, st- steps. It hit hard the community.
0: Yeah, so um, I think that I saw. You know, we we heard a lot in the news about uh, meat packing plants and people in the meat industry getting hit hard. I yes. think that you have some of those industries around around you. There is that correct?
1: Yes. Yeah, we do. We do have a lot of people working there, and uh, you know, they. It's usually the men who go there and work and they bring home the disease. So they infected their family members as well.
0: That's so such a such an unfortunate thing. So sad. So um, how are you? You said that you're delivering food. Yes. So you have volunteers doing that or staff doing that? You're going Uh, in cars or how are you managing that?
1: Yeah, we have volunteers as well as my staff. Since we couldn't run the real, uh, I would say the, the program that we had planned before, uh, we uh, were um, resilient enough, I will say, to switch to uh, COVID help, COVID-related help. So uh, staff will go out, uh, taking care of themselves well with all the PPE required, and drop the food off, and then let the family know that the food is there. Sometimes we do not even get to see the family members.
0: And how many deliveries like that are you making in a day or in a week?
1: Uh, Every week on Wednesday, we get 5,000 pounds of veggies and fruits and uh, we work with about 24 seniors at the beginning and uh, people know that we are delivering food to seniors so they kept calling us asking hey can you give can you deliver food to my mom my dad and so it grew to about 34 by now and we still do that and we will be doing until uh the food supply is out, that we thought we'll be able to do it until the end of August. But we also still have our own food that we deliver to our own seniors who participated in the program before COVID. Um, And family-wise, depending on how many families call us, sometimes since uh, we do not have many people working here, uh, we ask for volunteers, if the call is too many, or we will ask other community leaders, like immigrant pastors and community leaders, can you come and get food for your uh, uh, your community members? So they usually come and get from maybe seven, eight families at a time.
0: So it, it must be hard to keep track of all the people that you're helping and all the all the people who are getting food from you.
1: Yeah, it was, it was, yes. There were times that cars will be lined up and blocking the traffic. And uh, so we try our best to head out as fast as we can. (laughs) And uh, we have seen that quite a bit.
0: So you're doing the food ministry right now and you're doing, you're starting up the sewing ministry on a one-on-one basis rather than just, rather than in classes. Yes. Um, how else? How else have has Bethel adapted to what's the, to the current situation with the pandemic? Other it ministries it, that you've changed?
1: Yeah, it changed quite a bit, um, and uh, we we interpret for people when they need help. Uh, Interpretation is another one that uh, we do maybe three ways call and uh, still be able to help those who need help. And also, instead of having in-person summer program with our kids, uh, from first grade through 12, we do online summer program and this is the last week of our summer program. Maybe. It might be interesting for you to see. Let me let me show you. Uh, we will be giving out uh, backpacks filled with school supplies. And I think you can see them, right?
0: Oh, look at that hallway lined hallway. with yes. backpacks. Yeah. And um, is, are those uh, boxes of diapers there? Uh, those are clinics. Oh, okay. I see that now. Kleenex. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: And what, what's in the backpacks?
1: Uh, the school supplies. The schools usually post what all they will be they will be needing for the kids. So we put all those um, with the help of churches around here in Kansas City area.
0: Well, that's a whole hallway lined on both sides yeah. with backpacks yeah. for young people. And that's, that's wonderful yeah and yeah. what's th- what's this this is um
1: a stock room uh yeah this is our food pantry i thought i will i will show you yeah um we, there was a great need for diapers you know uh, families ask for diapers and all those so and we have
0: uh, rice, some rice here. I see. Wow, that's a lot of bags and bags. That looks like 20, 25-pound bags of rice there. Yeah, but, but this is not that much from uh, last
1: month we stock a lot because they go too fast.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the food pantry looks somewhat like this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, diapers is something that I think a lot of people don't think about needing. Yeah. you know yeah. um, but that's a, a really criti- obviously a really critical need when you have babies and yeah. toddlers. Yeah. Sure. okay wonderful 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 work um, yeah. what what would you say are the biggest needs of the people who you work with um
1: since many either lost their jobs or they were furloughed. Uh helping, needing help with rent, uh, electric bills, uh, and also food, those are the most needs we have seen so far here.
0: And are you able to, go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah we
1: we also have uh, grants from the local initiative and we have help with rent Uh, for 20 families already so far. And also uh, we have uh, about the same number with their electric bill. And I, you know, this time I was really surprised that uh, people couldn't pay their bill and it would be 800 for a family uh, when a month bill would have been about 200, 300. So... We have seen a lot lot of big bills.
0: Thank heaven that you're there to help people with that. Yes. Um, You said you've gotten some grants. I believe you've gotten a grant from American Baptist Home Mission Societies, the COVID appeal fund that we're raising money for. Is that correct?
1: Yes, yes, we received funds from American Baptist Home Mission Societies and we're so appreciative of it um you know it help us to meet some of the needs in the community
0: and so what needs would you say are unmet for those people who are listening um you know i uh uh, i think it's good to hear what needs are unmet so that we know um how important it is to give and to not to not forget this appeal and how important it is
1: Um, I could think of a Congolese family who visited me last week. I helped them with their house rent. I gave them actually a good big amount actually. And um, I didn't expect they would come back, but they came back. He has nine kids. And uh, he came back last week with four of his kids. And... uh, they said, oh, we don't have anything. Can you give us whatever you can? So I gave them those big bags of rice and what I, whatever I could gather because they did not eat some American foods that uh, we thought we, uh, they would eat. So I showed them the food we had, we had there in the food pantry and uh, uh, gave them food. So our food is really needful. And also, uh, well, like I said, electric bills, house rent, people are really struggling.
0: I'm struck by all the need that you're seeing. How do you you as a person cope with seeing all this need? I imagine some of it you can't meet. how how do you how do you deal with that?
1: Yeah, we also refer people to other agencies. Uh, We will call for them on their behalf when the need is so great. And we also call the churches. Like uh, you saw a lot of diapers this week because one church responded so well. And uh, I know that they would like to help in the past, so I called the pastor. We are really in need of diapers and wipes. And these are the sizes we need. And they dropped off. Uh, last week. So we have to call for help when we cannot meet all the needs.
0: Well, that's um, something to be thankful for, that there are other places you can go to who are helping too. Yeah. Okay, um, so I, um, I think that we need to close for today, but I want to remind everyone who's listening um, that we need more donations for the One Great Hour of Sharing COVID-19 appeal, because, uh, as you've heard, the need is so much greater than, um, than we've been able to respond to at American Baptist Mission Societies. And um, the more that um, we have to share, the more we'll yes. be happy to share.
1: So yeah. It's a so real, you know. Uh, so it's real. Much, yeah, much more than before.
0: Yes, yes. Well, um, thank you so much for the work that you're doing, blessings on your ministry there in Kansas City, and um, we will be keeping you in our prayers.
1: Yes, please do. Thank you so much.